Hello everyone and welcome to Women Decode STEM season 2. I'm your host Neha Savanur and in this season I will be talking to entrepreneurs from around the world. These visionaries have remarkable journeys that they will be sharing with us. Anna Western is a product designer and an entrepreneur currently building Prism, a visual bookmark software. Prism lets you save and share screenshots from websites so you can have a visual reference of your favorite websites. She's previously worked as a product designer at Facebook and later went on to co-found Slapdash, a startup that went through Y Combinator. Currently, she works as a chief design officer at Metcorder while continuing to build Prism. Today I'm excited to speak to her and learn about her experiences with startups. Hey Anna, welcome to the show. Hi. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Um let's get started. So you have um extensive experience as a product designer, right? For about like 10 years I think. So uh, what has your background been in? How did you decide to get into product design? Sure. Um well, I I started off in design um really kind of as a traditional graphic designer and even before that I was really just interested in art and in high school got really interested in um painting and fine art and then I thought, well, how can I make money doing something that's somewhat creative? And um that's when I started looking at graphic design um as a career path. And so I, you know, researched um schools and I decided that I really wanted to go to an art school. Um and I really wanted to go to art school in New York because I felt like that was the best place to really kind of start my career path. Um and uh that was kind of a struggle because um my parents didn't really have the money or want me to move across the country. Um so I actually went to um community college for 2 years in um Oakland and I got my general ed out of the way and then I moved to New York and I finished up at Pratt. So I would say that was like a good move cuz I cut my art school tuition in half. Um that's awesome. Like, yeah, I I kind of I was really interested in traditional design and um print design, but those jobs were really hard to find and um I had a uh, my roommate was actually a computer science major who decided to change to a design major. So he was kind of um a coder and he taught me some basic HTML and CSS and then um kind of with his like uh referral I started working at a studio that did interaction design. And so that's kind of where I started getting into like UI UX and it was just really fun and it just kind of like it was like doing design that you know people could interact with and mm-hmm. engage with and I think it was also like intellectually more um challenging and interesting than like pure design which could be more aesthetic. So I just loved the the interaction of those two things and so that's kind of how I got into it. That's awesome. Yeah, you started off with the art and design part of it and then you learned the tech on your own and you got into the tech world. Talking about the tech world, I feel like product design is like an umbrella term for various design roles, right? Like you have um interface design, you have process design and all of that. 
in your perspective or your experience, like how do you define the uh, product design itself? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And like, basically, when I started working at Facebook, that was my first question was like, what is product design? Like, how is that different than what, you know, I've done in the past, which was like maybe more website design um, or like e-commerce design. Um, so I would say that there's, you know, there's different like ways that you, there's different components that need to be designed um, to create like a good product. There's the visual design layer, which we call kind of like the UI, which is like, how, do, how does it look? How, does, how do the buttons look? What's the typeface? Like what images are used? Um, and that's kind of the, the visual layer. Um, and then there's the kind of how does it work and how is the information displayed and how is it, um, what information is displayed and how do you engage with it? And I would say that's kind of the, that's the user experience design. Um, and then I think the product design is kind of where all of those things come together. And it's how do you, you know, basically create the, the right design with the right user experience to fulfill the correct business needs. Um, and I think of that as being kind of product design. Um, and also the, the, the answer that they gave me at Facebook um, was interesting about like, what is a product? And they called a product something that we use that has no like beginning or end. It's basically, you know, a platform that people can, you know, create content on or share content. And there's no like, <laughs> there's no set sort of size for it. So with like a website, you have like, you know, maybe five pages or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but a product is like something that um, is more of a platform that lots of different things can be done on it. And it has no sort of set um, scale. Yeah, yeah, completely agree with that. And talking about like, um, your experience with Facebook, it's literally like ruling uh, the social media platform right now. And like you said, there are so many components that need to be designed because most of it is visual and most of it is in the hands of the user. And also you're currently working at a startup. So how is your responsibilities differed from the two worlds? Yeah, so I think that at Facebook, I had an interesting role because I came onto um, an engineering team that was an internal tools team, and I was the first designer. I was also kind of the first product person. So I was a f actually, a, there was a product manager who had just joined the team like right before me. Um, so it was kind of a good time because I was able to work with that product manager who had been at Facebook longer and was able to kind of like assess the landscape of the internal tools and how many people were using what tool and kind of how important each tool was to the company. Um, and then working with him, we created like a roadmap on, on what to do. So it was interesting because it was kind of like a little startup within a big company um, because I was able to work on kind of everything about reimagining these products um, and kind of taking the internal company employee feedback mm -hmm. and iterating that into the products. Um, so I would say that it was probably a unique role um, at Facebook, I think on other teams, like working on different products, you would be more, you'd have a more of a sort of um, specific focus on a certain product or a certain like user experience that you're trying to design. And in my particular role, I was looking at like 
the whole product, like the task tool, for example, was like the main tool that I redesigned, which is kind of like the internal Asana or Trello. So now as a, I think that's what inspired me to kind of go into startups is that I realized that I really love working on like the whole product from um, thinking about what the user needs are and how that translates into the design of the, you know, user experience and the product itself. And um, so now actually I work for that product manager who I initially worked with at Facebook. Mm -hmm. I work on his, um, with him on his startup, which is called MedPorter. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been kind of like fun to be able to transition to um, working on a product in the real world where there's real, you know, consumers and customers outside, outside of Facebook. Um, but yeah, Facebook employees are, are tough, tough clients, tough customers <laughs> to have. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, they're all demanding and they need things done quickly, I guess. So yes, and they have very strong opinions about everything. So <laughs> it was actually a good experience to learn how to like, engage with user feedback and like really listen to people and not get tightly held about your beliefs and i think that's really important when you are listening to users yeah i think that also helps uh when you transition into a startup because you're not tied to your product or you don't love it so much that you don't want to make changes so yeah i guess that's that's a good thing Talking about startups, you have had a very interesting journey yourself in the startup world. You're working on your second startup currently. You've also been a part of the Y Combinator Accelerator. Like, what is your biggest lesson that you have learned throughout the journey so far? Yeah, um, I would say that the most important thing um, that I learned working, you know, so far in startups is just that who you work with is more important than even what you're working on. Um, And finding the right connection and partnership and camaraderie with your coworkers is so important because startups basically test you in like every way possible. Like they're the hardest thing to do. They're the most frustrating, they're the most stressful. Um, And you really have to like, it'll either bring out like the best of somebody or the worst of somebody. Um, so, you know, when you get into a situation where things are really hard, like how do you treat each other? How do you talk about it? Like, how do you kind of approach the problem? And I think having um, like strong camaraderie and respect and like really good communication with that, um, with your partner and with your coworkers is just more important than anything else. So. Now, um, I just, my main focus is like finding great people to work with who I love working with because when you find someone that you love working with, it just makes it so much more fun and enjoyable. And like, you could be working with that person for 10 years. So you want to like, you really want to like them. It's kind of like a relationship, but you know, a really, uh, even harder relationship in some ways. So you have to work day in and day out with these people and you have to share the common vision. So yeah, I agree that you have to find person or like a team that believes in what you are trying to build. Yeah. And if it, and like, you know, in my experience, like I've had a situation where it hasn't worked out a couple of times. And I think that um, it's definitely hard emotionally. um, But you know, you have to just like, be able to kind of like recognize that you're not going to like click with every single person and like that's okay and when it doesn't work and it doesn't feel right then like you know follow that instinct and like just move on 
yeah that's great advice yeah a lot of people don't do that they stick with the team or the product because they think it's going to do great and that's going to cost them emotionally sometimes so talking about your current startup prism you've taken something that's very mundane or people don't think very much about it and you've made it very visually appealing um do you want to tell us what prism does and how you came up with this idea yeah um so prism is um kind of like my 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 personal first um startup project i came up with the idea when i was working on my last startup and i was iterating on um product ideas and design and as a designer i've always you know one of my favorite phases of a project is in the kind of inspiration finding phase where you're like researching and looking at other great design and you're just collecting ideas um so i was doing that and i realized that i was like having a hard time like keeping all of these ideas in one place and collecting the site was not easy so i was trying to find a way to do that where i could easily reference all the websites that i was finding there wasn't a tool out there that worked for that i was trying to use like pinterest which i love um but pinterest just didn't really solve the the problem and i thought like what if there was just a screenshot of the website and that was the image and then i want that on a board on like a big grid and then i can just reference the site itself um as the bookmark and um so i i mocked up the idea uh you know and i kind of like wanted to see what it would look like and um the mockups just i thought were really intriguing because you know getting to see like many websites in one place without having to open up a bunch of different tabs um it just felt like a new way to consume the information of of what we like see online um so yeah so it's kind of like pinterest for websites um, and uh you know a lot of people have asked me like well why is it different enough what is you know how does it differentiate and um i think it's you know it's kind of a new way for people to who are more visual to like engage with bookmarks it's really a bookmarking app um but instead of like a list of links or like a single image which a lot of bookmarking apps have it's the website itself so yeah so that's that's what i'm like currently kind of like you know that's kind of my passion project and i basically had the idea and i just um realized like i was at the time you know i was working on my other startup and um i kind of like let it go i just sort of like mocked it up and i was like okay this is kind of fun maybe one day i'll get to build it and um it just the idea just wouldn't leave me alone like 6 months later i kept thinking about it and i kept wanting it so i my, i took a chance and i just shared it with an investor that i had met who was a woman who i felt like not intimidated by and i just asked her if she would have a meeting and i shared the the idea with her and she was like this is kind of cool like this i could see how um this is interesting so that was kind of the first step was just sharing it with somebody and and getting their feedback that's awesome i don't think uh this idea is similar to pinterest at all it is totally unique because not all the websites are available on pinterest select a specific topic and find a bunch of things but this is like you're creating your own board 
based off of all the websites that you have. So I've tried to use it a couple of times now and I love it because I'm a very visual person as well. Yeah. Um, so this is basically a Google Chrome extension, right? Yeah. So it has a, a Google Chrome extension. You don't have to use it with the extension. Like you can actually um, copy and paste a link to bookmark something. Um, but the extension just makes it way faster and easier. So like when you're browsing the web and you come across something that you want to save, you just like tap the extension and then put it on the board that you want and that's it. And you've been running this project by yourself, like you don't have a team currently. What are your pain points? Like what difficulties are you facing as the only person who's trying to build something? <laughs> yeah. Well, initially I had a co-founder actually, and um, she was a marketing um, person. And uh, unfortunately she couldn't continue with the company. So I ended up being a solo founder unintentionally. Um, and I hired a developer, um, a studio to build the MVP. And so I was very comfortable with that because I've worked directly with a lot of engineering teams and, and engineers. So I was like, you know, that felt fine and good. Um, but now I've gotten to the end of kind of my budget to work with them. And so now I'm really on my own and I'm um, trying to uh, like find a co-founder or a partner, um, a technical partner to uh, help iterate on the product. Um, because they're just like, you know, even though <laughs> the learning experience of working with the developer um, even though like this is a somewhat like seemingly simple product, um, of course it has a lot of hidden complexities and it almost works fully, but um, you know, things have, things break and like things aren't as like working as well as they could. And so there's just always something to do. So right now I'm, um, you know, I'm doing what I can do, which is talking to users and like you know, trying to implement a marketing strategy and trying to like kind of build like what is the 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 brand? Um, how do we communicate like what the value of the product is to people? Um, and at the same time, I'm looking for um, either like a technical partner um, or uh, sort of like seeing if I can um, maybe just hire a freelancer and do a little bit of sort of like st strategic work. Um, right now that hopefully will help increase traction and then kind of go out and do another round of, of marketing um, and basically like sharing with more communities to drive the engagement up. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think there's a lot you can do as a, as a solo founder. Um, you know, like I've seen solo founders in YC who were like, you know, designing and building their own product and so yeah, there's there's a lot you can do, but it's definitely super nice to have um, a partner. And I've been kind of like recruiting some um, friends of mine from Facebook to kind of like talk to about the product and kind of get some mentoring because it's just really nice to have people to um, to talk to about it. So you're not like in a bubble. It's always good to have someone to talk. You're just brainstorming ideas on your own. So you want to validate it in some way. So I completely agree that you need people, whether it's friends or uh, a team that you want to have to talk to about what you think you can do in the future. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm also just networking as much as possible and posting about it on like Indie Hackers and Co-Founders Lab. And I'm just like really um, out there trying to meet people and having conversations with like almost anyone who's interested. So um, yeah, if anyone listening is interested in chatting, like I'm happy to chat and just kind of, you know, it's like, it's all about, um, meeting people basically also as like a CEO, I've realized like you just have to be constantly like creating connections. So I'm getting more comfortable with that and enjoying that process actually. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Networking is, um, is time consuming, but it is also fun and it is so nice to meet like-minded people or people who are building uh, products so you can share ideas and validate each other's ideas. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to leave uh, your details in the show notes. So if anybody is interested, they can get in touch with you. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, now for my last question, what do you think is your biggest win so far? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I am excited by the number of, um, you know, the number of users and signups we've had. I mean, we're at, about 1,400 um, signups and growing pretty organically from just um, word of mouth. So that's that's really cool to just see people finding the product when you're not actively doing anything. Um, and then watching kind of like what people are bookmarking, I think has been really fun to uh, to see. And I think that's where like I get most excited about this product because when you can discover what other people bookmark, um, it's just, it's a really interesting new way to discover content online. Um, and that's a side of the product that I think is going to be really um, engaging and valuable. And uh, I really want to build a feed. That's like my next kind of like um, feature, like big feature that I think the product needs so that you can like discover um, what other people are bookmarking right now. You can, you can search for people if you know their name and you can also do kind of a little bit of a hack, which is like, there's a no results page on the search bar. So if you type in a term and hit return and there's no results, there's like a little mini feed that shows you like the most recent bookmarks. So that's kind of a, what I've been doing to like see what, what's been happening on the platform, um, other than like looking in the admin panel, um, but so that's fun. It's like really cool when you start to sort of see that exploration and discovery potential. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to check those things out um, after I talk to you. Yeah, every time you discover a new thing, I think uh, something else comes up. Like you're adding one feature and then another feature is uh, popping up in your head. So yeah, startups are definitely exciting. <laughs> Um, now for the rapid fire round. Are you ready sure. to get started? Sure, go for it. Okay, first question. Uh, what is your favorite book? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is um, Steve Jobs' um, biography. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've read that one. <laughs> Second question. Who is your role model? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, you know... Uh, I would actually also say Steve Jobs because um, after reading that book, I really realized that my role as a designer um, 
working in tech is always going to be kind of like tenuous and somewhat fraught with tension because, you know, when you're the creative person who's um, working with technical people, um, it's, it's like bridging two fields. And I think Steve Jobs was like the ultimate um, product visionary who didn't really care if people hated him. He was just so um, driven to build uh, his vision. And so people hated him, but he, he created amazing stuff. And obviously that's not, I don't want people to hate me, but like I've experienced that kind of tension as well with engineers. So um, I, I just sometimes like look at him and think, you know, if he hadn't been like that, if he hadn't been so like exacting and demanding, like things might not have, you know, we might not have the products um, that we, we currently all like live with and use on a daily basis. So I think that's pretty inspiring. Awesome. Yeah, that's an interesting take on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it from a design perspective. They've created amazing products. So I get why you see him as a role model and agree with that. Yeah. So last question one activity that's on your bucket list that you haven't ticked off yet? Hmm. Um, oh, I think that, uh, I think fundraising is going to be a really unique challenge. Um, and I think raising venture capital, um, I'm excited and nervous about that prospect because, you know, when I first started this idea, I was like, you know, awesome, I can get like, I can raise capital and basically like somebody can pay me to build the product that I want to build. And that just sounds amazing. And now the closer I get to it, the more um, nervous I am, because like, as soon as you take that money, you're just like, you know, you're on the hook to produce and to make things go well. And uh, so yeah, I think it's a, it's going to be like a real sort of moment of truth when I do that. But I'm also excited to get to the point where I can employ myself through the product that I've been building and hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed. Um, I wish you all the best for that journey. I'm sure you'll do great in the future. And on, on the side note, Going to the Caribbean is definitely on my bucket list of things. I just really want to go to like the really crystal clear blue water one day when uh, all this stuff passes and, and, you know, and that's also really hard with a kid because I have a four-year-old. So yeah, but that's on my list. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling is on everybody's mind right now, but none of us can do it, I guess. Okay. That's it uh, for the chat with Anna today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And um, this has really been fun because it's my first podcast episode ever. So excited. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Women Decode STEM. If you're new here, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on iTunes. It helps me get my message out to a wider audience. All the social links to my guests are in the show notes. I will talk to you next week. Until then, I hope you have a great day and the rest of the week ahead. Bye.